Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I do love watching the the blue check mob trying to make sense of this Robin Hood, TD Ameritrade, AMC, BlackBerry, GameStop issue. They don't know what to do with themselves. They really don't. For this reason, Wall Street was all in, all in on Biden. Oh, yeah. The hedge fund guys put in $74 million to promote Joe Biden. That whole narrative, that whole narrative that Wall Street is this right-wing conservative Republican institution is nonsense. Here's the headline. CNBC, Wall Street spent over $74 million to back Joe Biden's run for president, topping Trump's haul. People in the securities and investment industry will finish the 2020 election cycle, contributing over $74 million to back Joe Biden's candidacy for president, a much larger sum than what Donald Trump raised from Wall Street, according to new data from the nonpartisan Center for Responsive Politics. The sum includes contributions that began in 2019, and continued through the first two weeks of October to Biden joint fundraising committees and outside super PACs backing his run. Former Goldman Sachs President Harvey Schwartz gave $100,000 this month to the Biden Action Fund, a joint fundraising committee for the campaign for the Democratic National Committee and state parties. Biden also received a ton of financial support from leaders on Wall Street in the third quarter. Going into the final two weeks of the election, Biden, the DNC, and their joint fundraising committees had over $330 million on hand. That's $110 million more than Trump. So these big guys gave big to Biden. Isn't it kind of funny? You have Democrats all of a sudden talking about the little guy. Let me ram a, uh, perhaps, perhaps a square peg through a round hole. Donald Trump, the outsider candidate. Donald Trump propelled through the Republican primaries by a new base of largely unrecognizable voters to most, most pollsters. Donald Trump, who came purely from the outside, not technically a little guy, but different than, let's say, Bernie. They tried to paint Bernie as the outsider. Bernie's not an outsider. Bernie's the ultimate insider. He's in the United States Senate. He's a swamp creature like all the other swamp creatures. His ideas might be considered too radical, but he's definitely not an outsider. The Republican establishment, the Democrat establishment, the deep state establishment, the Washington establishment, the swamp, did not approve of Donald Trump. They didn't approve. They tried to stop his campaign with an illegal surveillance program. They tried to manufacture a crisis known as Trump Russia, totally false. They impeached the president twice, having no evidence of a crime. 
These big Wall Street firms that are losing billions here are pissed off that the little guy from the outside is daring to challenge their authority. It's the, it is exactly 100% how Donald Trump became president. See, Democrats love these elitist institutions. Here's the, here's the reason why Democrats love Wall Street and Wall Street loves Democrats. You see, if you go out there on your own, you open up an online trading account. I have one. I'm not a big player. I'm a, I, I take nibbles here or there. Although I did have, um, I did have problems. I bought BlackBerry stock years ago. A couple hundred shares. It was a few, but it was, you know, nothing really spectacular. But then it took a tank. I, like everyone else, was so, hey, you know, might as well sell some of it. And I was blocked for a while. Thought that was pretty fascinating. Anyway. You have a bunch of little people who are going out there and staking their claim without paying fees to these big Wall Street firms that feed the Democrat Party. It's almost kind of like the way they look at unions, right? You can have a job here as long as you pay up to Big Papa and Big Mama. You join the union. Look at the way the Democrats and the unions work hand in hand. They don't like independent workers. They don't like independent contractors. They don't like the idea of people coming in and getting a job and taking their paycheck and going home. No, 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 no. You got to pay upward. Well, that's the same thing on Wall Street. Yes, some of these, um, some of these big firms like Charles Schwab and, and TD Ameritrade and, and all these other companies opened up a more democratized system for people to get in there, but they didn't really think that these little people, what, what is the term for it? They have a term for it. I think it's called dumb money. They like the idea that mom and pop investors are going to get in there and they're going to lose. That's what they were betting on. They thought by having these $8 trades, people would get in there and lose. Then, of course, they would see the light. They would see the wisdom. And if they had a little nest egg, they would turn it over to one of these big firms. It's kind of funny. You have progressives that are fluttering their feathers here about the little guy. They don't like the little guy. Everything they do, everything, healthcare, education, credit, communication, transportation, housing, and yes, investments, involves bottlenecking the air fingers, quote, masses into some institution run by a very small number of people. Democrats hate the 10th Amendment. Democrats hate the enumerated powers. Democrats hate the Second Amendment. Why should you be allowed to protect yourself? You have to buy protection from government. The idea that people seek independence and freedom and liberty and a maximum absence of coercion is something that Democrats hate. They want the masses to be the engine, the silent engine of these big institutions run by a handful of people. You know, Elizabeth Warren blathers on, AOC blathers on, blathers on, blathers on about, about Wall Street. None of them had any problem. And this is how corporate America works right now. Starbucks versus the corner coffee shop. As long as the Starbucks people 
hashtag virtue signal, pay someone to be their director of transgender awareness. Who cares how big they get? Look at the way some of these Hollywood studios hate the idea of independent filmmaking. Where do all these big institutions put their money? They put it with the Democrats. $74 million of Wall Street money for Joe Biden. For Joe Biden. Not a peep out of Elizabeth Warren about that. Or AOC for that matter. Democrats hated corporations until they infiltrated them. So now you have this issue. And even Robinhood, the app, shut out some of its members. For doing what? For doing what? What everybody else was doing? Or was it because they messed with the big institution? They messed with the big guy. Now the big guy wants government to do something about it. Now they're all on the phone with Janet Yellen, do something about this. I wouldn't be surprised if you start to see some of these hedge fund CEOs that all, they didn't, let me tell you something. They didn't give money to Biden because they believed in his morals or his principles. Quite the opposite. They're going to want something for their country. They didn't give him $74 million because they believe in green energy. They gave him $74 million so they'd be the first at the trough to get contracts on green energy. They didn't give Joe Biden $74 million because they believe in single-payer health care. They gave Joe Biden $74 million so they'd be be the first ones into profit from single-payer health care. These enormous... Now, again, the concept of a hedge fund, the concept of private equity, the concept of big Wall Street firms is not bad. But the free market lets everybody in. You see, this is something that's lost when you deal with Democrats. Now, I'm going to get into a story in a little bit unrelated to this. From South Lake, Texas, and NBC News is all over this. And, uh, well, I'll I'll be called a racist for pointing this out. There's the story of a a, a black woman. By even pointing that out, I'm, I'm, I'm already in trouble. I'm already in trouble for pointing that out. She's photographed here wearing a Kamala Harris a shirt. You know, on a side note, why is, why is Kamala Harris an inspiration to black women? Why is Kamala Harris an inspiration to any woman? Well, she broke the glass ceiling. She's the first woman of color to be vice president. So the way, if, if Kamala Harris is inspiring you, does that mean you just have to sleep with the right man to start your political career? Because that's what she did. That's, that's a fact. And if Kamala Harris was a Republican and a, and a white lady, uh, the media would be all over it. But that being said, a student at the local high school was caught on camera using the N-word. Pretty bad. Terrible. Parents should be ashamed, should do something about it. Well, one, well, a handful of residents have demanded that every single student, K through 12, who never used the N-word and probably wouldn't think to, must now go through a new curriculum of critical race theory. Excuse me? Yes. 
And because there are parents who are saying, wait a second, this, this has nothing. You're trying to upend education as we know it. And if you, if you resist this, you're, you're a racist. So now the fight in South Lake, Texas is over the import of this critical race theory curriculum that is now being demanded. And if you don't go along with it, you're a bigot. School choice. See, this is what they want. The masses should be given no choice. Everybody must line up. Everybody must do as they're told. Everybody must think as they are taught to think. They don't like independence. They don't like freedom. This one little excuse here. Again, these parents should be ashamed of their child and should should do something about it. That doesn't mean every kid now must fall under this indoctrination program. The piece actually, by even calling it an indoctrination program, which is what it is, that makes you a racist. Everything is about building bigger institutions with less choice, less freedom, less independence, more coercion, not less. You look at anything, anything that is big and ubiquitous, and I guarantee you it either supports or is supported by the Democrats. Progressives no longer believe in free. This is why we should never use the word. I, I know, and my friends do it. Close friends of them. Own the libs. Own, they're not libs. Thomas Jefferson was a lib. Thomas Jefferson was a lib. These people aren't libs. They don't believe in liberty. They don't believe in freedom. They don't believe in the individual. For all their talk about liberation, they want to liberate you from something only to recapture you in a new state of capture, in a new state of coercion. So don't listen to any any of these Democrats that are out there like, we've got to stand up to Wall Street. What do you mean stand up to Wall Street? Wall Street has affixed itself to the Democrat Party and it did so a long time ago. And you know what Democrats also like? They like wealth. Oh, they love wealth. Nancy Pelosi stood there and showed off her, you know, dual ice cream freezers stocked top to bottom with gourmet ice cream. Now, I have no problem with people eating gourmet ice cream. I have no people having dual freezers. I have no problem with people living the good life. But really, it's again, socialism's for the people, not the socialist. The common man is supposed to produce for the system and the greater good and then expect only in return what the wisest among us determine fits their needs. That is a new form of slavery. Wines at 695 Patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.